the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Good evening, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 217 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. Happy New Year to all of you. It's not like anything happened, right? Oh, yeah, it did. Uh, Basically, we've all had a really good break, recharged, and walked right into the madness here. And it came hard, it came fast, and now we've got a lot to talk about today. Good news, bad news, mixed news, controversial news. You name it, everybody's got something to say. I think that's a good thing. Reactions are a good thing. Change creates this sort of thing, so that is fine. Um, all opinions are valid. Abuse, not so much. That's where my head is at. I think that's with the boys as well. So let me introduce our crew, the usual suspects. Welcome back, Bam and Tony. Bam, how are you doing today? Doing all right, doing all right. Got a bit of COVID coming through us over here, but we'll get in there like everywhere else. Yeah, this one's hitting a little different, isn't it? Um, I know I got I got booted from my school site for the week, so I, I it's it's happening. I'm okay. Bam's okay. Tony, you're doing okay, right? Doing pretty well. It's a couple of scares, but it was mostly just regular winter flu, not COVID, because again, uh, my uh, my uh, uh, my girlfriend's uh, sisters. And niece and nephew got sick, and of course, if they get sick, everyone in the house gets sick. And thank, thankfully, though, everybody's everybody's fine, right? Yeah, and for me, fine. it was the same. Yeah, I mean, we traveled. Tony traveled cross country. I traveled out of the country, came back, got lucky. Nothing hit me yet. Um, we're here now, doing what we got to do, being as safe as we can, and kind of bringing out the old uh, the old methods now. A little bit of an old school vibe to to keep things working the right way and keep ourselves healthy. So here we are doing our thing and just hoping and praying that in three weeks we can talk strictly about football and we're back in the stadium and and things look at least semi-normal. So in that thread, definitely we're going to stick to the football today because there is good stuff to talk about. Uh, We can talk about other news, talk about turncoats, but let's be real. We're all here. Everybody's tuning in. Everybody's checking in because they want to know about Steve Tarandolo. Everyone has a an opinion, and they should. So let's just say how it is. So Steve is in. We'll just call him Dolo because I think that's what we're all going to call him going forward. Uh, Dolo was promoted into this current role. Uh, he was a part of the technical committee for over a year. What that means is he was a part of choosing and developing players and, and, and that little inside crew within the club. So assessment's already been his thing outside of being coach of, of Vegas. Then became the coach of the lights, of course, which was got what got him to come over in the first place. Uh, from what I understood, they've wanted him for a while. So it's it's not a shock that he's a part of our program. He did what he did over there. I know people have been, oh, that record, that record, that record. Let's be dead honest. The only people that should be mad about that record are the Las Vegas lights and their fan base. That's who should be mad about it because for us, we got what we wanted. Fall got what he needed for minutes. They got to look, see at the younger players to see who looks like they're developing. And of course, Dolo is known for, for kind of getting into people's heads and assisting them with their careers and just being brutally honest with guys to get them where they need to go. That is what he is. He is very good at assessment in Germany. That was his specialty. So that's what he was doing here. 
So the club was happy with the effort that he put in because it was the mission he was given. The record was was immaterial. Uh, so that's that. Now, in terms of his pedigree coming in as a player, uh, one of the most decorated American players, a captain for a very long time in the Bundesliga. That's hard to do as a foreign player. Very hard to do. And then to hold on to that for the ups and the downs and have your entire squad backing you is a big, big deal, especially during those days when it wasn't the brightest of times for Americans in Europe. He was kind of that shining light of the guy that's making it. Uh, so that is something that needs to be respected. Of course, when he was over there, when it came time to retire, he stayed on. He was that much loved over there uh, and went for his UEFA badges through Germany. And I'm pretty sure if you're looking at Germany, that's not something to sniff at. OK, it's a very hard program. It's it's difficult. And he did it. Uh, and that's always what he's done. He's, he's been kind of that underdog guy that just keeps pushing his way through uh, and finding ways to get get in well with with all levels and always knowing what is what his teammates needed. That that's he's a people person. This is what he does. Um, now the tactics are there through 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 development. And this was his shot here. Um Ultimately, I think for all of us, personal opinion, I think it was still surprising. I know we on the podcast said a long time ago when they first brought him in, he looks like an understudy. It feels like an understudy. It just makes sense, right? And then that record came, and I think it threw us all off. I mentioned it, I believe, in October. Like, ooh, that record kind of throws him out. It didn't, obviously, but I think the writing was on the wall. We should have been ready for it, uh, that it was going to happen. So here we are now. Am I mad about it? Not about the actual hiring itself. The timing to me was not the greatest at all. I think the process seemed a little bit odd to me. So that's where I'm kind of like, what's really going on here? Uh, but ultimately, I do think he can get the job done for us. I think the players that we have, the young roster that we have, you got to realize how young we are still. Um, is one of those strong suits for him. He deals well with young players. And he's respected by older players because of his playing background. So you, you have that mix. Uh, guys, I'll throw it to you guys for your opinions on what's going on here. Bam, what's your take on, on our new coach and the process, of course? Process could have been a little more clearer for all of us, just as fans, a bit more transparent and all that. Yes, it was kind of expected when he signed for Vegas, do you expect to happen this quickly? No. He knows what to do. Like you don't go through your coaching in Germany. You don't coach Germany's under 15 and for nothing. You know, he, he left as assistant manager of Stuttgart to go coach the Germany's under 15 assistant manager. Like that's a huge, huge gig. Um, I'm just sick of seeing all this hate on social media. Like, look, you don't like the coach. That's great. He hasn't played a game yet. He hasn't coached a game for us yet. How do you know what he's going to do the first game? How do you know what he's going to do six months in, a year in? You don't. Give him a chance. He may be our Alex Ferguson. You don't know. There's plenty of history, right, of guys that transitioned into this for their first head coaching gig was 
<laughs> was a huge success. Others, not so much, but there are stories of success, especially in MLS. If you really look in the back and see former national players, it's a thing here. It's not a shock. The thing is, though, when they went into it, they didn't have his background. They didn't. His is unique. It really is. Tony, what is what is your impression? He seems like a, the right coach for, again, MLS. Um, people also have to realize what league we have. It's not a top-tier level league at the moment. We're getting there with the names that are coming in, which we'll talk about in news and stuff like that for other players coming in in their prime. But if there's no with if anybody knows who rich is it's if bad press is good press no matter what it is you know what i mean the hype is always going to be there and sometimes the hype will get you really bad at to the point where you're like what the hell this is not who we expected now again the hate can come it's the same thing we are passionate about our club and it's going to be what it is um but results will pushes to see who he is as a coach he can develop he does have the tactics he has the background to coach to play and that's more respected for any player who a, uh, a person who's been there in their position instead of just someone who's just been on the sideline their whole time right right a process guy he's not that he he's purposely taken this much time to get into the role the fact that he landed at lafc is a pretty big deal i do think a lot of the 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 anger, the venom that we're getting is that people had a perception of what we could pull for managers that wasn't entirely realistic. This is still MLS. There are still budgets. There's still a pull of coaches that you can get, and you have to wonder for yourself. If a manager comes here and he doesn't do well, and they say it was a name manager, the bounce back ain't so hot. It's a huge risk coming to MLS, unless you're American, and then it's a very different story. But if you're coming from another country, leaving a league that might be even considered a higher tier than ours, is the risk worth it on a team that's got to tweak some things to be competitive next year? We'll, and we'll talk about that, too. It's a hard ask. Uh, and from some of the names that I've seen um, and some things I've heard, some chatter, um, it, it isn't always what it seems. I'll say that in terms of certain people that we that we value as coaches. What we think they are or how they act is not how they act when it comes time to negotiation and stuff like that. Also, their perceptions of our league may be different than our own perceptions of this league. And so that does have a big, big effect. So for the purpose of the club and where we're at and the transition we're in, I think it's very obvious the club looked for somebody that was not going to rock the boat, but more of recover the talent that we have and not have it scatter or turn on itself and to create some stability for new talent to come in. So there's an open door. I think that's where we're at. And somebody that can bring some new, fresh ideas into the mix because where he's at and where he's training and where he's getting uh, his knowledge, there's a lot of stars in the chest, right, for the DFB. There's a lot of different attitudes. Uh, German coaches seem to be going everywhere right now for the top clubs. Their ideas are spreading like wildfire, and he's a guy that got to learn under that as it spread. You got you got to take that for what it is. Uh, 
if you want to criticize the club, I think, you know, he's not the guy to go after, obviously, because he hasn't done anything yet for us outside of train a few players and, and do it in the background. Uh, but he's wearing this now. And as far as I'm concerned, when you put this on and you put in the full effort, you at least earn the benefit of the doubt. Right? I think that's not a hard ask. JT, on the other hand, if you are annoyed by some things he's been doing, that's fully warranted. He's been here for a while, from the beginning. He's given us some good seasons. But at times, there are things he does that kind of baffle us. And that is perfectly warranted. Like I said, the timing on all this, if this is how it was going to be, I don't know why we had to have so much drama in the lead-up. And then drop it so late. Preseason is just kicking off. It could have been way earlier than this with a lot less drama. So that's my take on that. Uh, your guys' any other criticisms you guys might have as we move forward on this? Ready to go uh, forward, right? Like I said, the only other criticism is it's like um, the light season is, again, it's the light season. That is a de developmental league at the end of the day, and that's what it is. It's developmental. It's not a results league. There are teams that are result-based in there because they're not associated with uh, MLS team. But at the end of the day, if you know the owner of the lights and what he wants, he wants entertainment, and that's what he wants. So at the end of the day, that was developmental, and he was developing up team players who we got to play in the bigger leagues. Because, again, if you do listen to the Max podcast and he talks about it, the jump from developmental – uh, play to the big leagues is a big hop. So he has to make sure those players are ready for that jump. Exactly. He got to be ready for it. And I'm pretty sure we've seen some successes. We've lost one. We'll talk about that. But um, overall, what they wanted from him, they got done. So there is that. Which brings us now to our expectations for Steve. Uh, and there need to be some going in. That is for certain. Uh, first and foremost, my expectation for him is the one thing that I've always been annoyed a little bit by the way Bob approached it is the rivalry, the rivalry. I'd never thought while Bob was here that he, he took it to the point where it needed to be extreme. He didn't take it there. It just looked like another league match in most cases. Playoffs. Yeah, that was, that was what it was, but there had to be some anger there. And I know from hearing hearing Steven Chirndol talk about his rivalries in the past and as a player and what he's dealt with and the hell he's gone through dealing with rivalry. He gets it. He's lived it. He knows it. He's talked to some of us about it. Uh, he wants those guys. He wants that first win in their house. He's got that in him, guys. The fighter is there. I know he looks all calm and nice and all. Just wait till the competitor comes out. You don't last the way he lasts without having that competitive spirit. So be ready for that. He understands the weight of it. He knows what we're looking for. That is for sure. Uh, developing more players, giving younger players play time. I think that was a big criticism we had last year. We were shorthanded. We had guys that had proven themselves the year before, and they never even got a shot last year. We need to see them out here. People got to have their shot. That's for sure. And we're talking about our kids. There has to be their moments. They have to get the minutes this year. Because it felt like they were abandoned last year by Bob in those last few months. When we were truly short, we could have used them. 
Uh, so that's for me big. And of course, something's got to be won. There has to be a trophy. There has to. Something's got to give. If it's the Open Cup this year, then it's the Open Cup. But something's got to be lifted. And you're like, yeah, well, how's he going to do that with the roster? That's the next conversation we're going to have because that's a JT expectation, right? Uh, he can't do much if he doesn't get a couple pieces. And we'll go from there. But before we do that, we got to talk about subtraction. You guys have any final thoughts on Steve before we move on to the subtractions and the movement and the preseason? Good. For me. All right. Let's, mm-hmm. yeah. For me with Steve, like, he understands rivalries. You don't go ahead and play 417 games in Europe and not have to go to some dodgy stadiums. <laughs> where, look, late 90s, early to early 2000s, German football was a dangerous place in some places. <laughs> yeah. He understands yeah. it. So... He knows what it is to beat a rival. He knows where it is to lose to a rival and how the fans deal with it. So hopefully he can go in there and go, no, this is what we need to do. I think that was all of Europe was dangerous around that time, to be honest. Well, I mean, you got to understand, he dealt with relegation battles wearing an armband. True. Who, who faces the heat, guys? The armband. He lost to a rival that they really rarely got to play, but an arch rival. He talked about that earlier in the week and how painful that was. And now he's the one because he didn't hide from it. He faced it head on dealing with it. He gets it. I think that's one place where you're going to be safe because that emotion is there as one of his selling points was us, to be honest, to come back home. He didn't have to come back home. He chose, chose to come here. So it is what it is. Uh, talking about the roster and how he's going to need some help because we've lost some souls. Let's talk about it. I think the first one, and to me, you know, this week, we, we to me, it felt like a little bit of a painful one was Bryce Duke. Uh, lost him to Miami for what, like 100K, right, guys? Tony, is that what it was for? Yeah, 100K. Um, it was a, it's a sad moment, to be honest, because he could have been the, I like I told like I've told you guys in our little chat prepping up for it is like I was okay with losing a Twesta because we had Duke. Now I'm very concerned about the midfield, depending on what we're gonna do and what uh, Dolo is gonna do as well. But it, he, I there's there were some factors in, involved in that for sure for him moving. Yeah, you know I I've heard things heard things about playtime development opportunities, not wanting to go back to Vegas with things I've heard about. Uh, but basically, I think this was a move in the interest of the player more than us. Honestly, because I can never see it being okay that we'd want to move a guy off for 100K that doesn't even really hurt our roster. Doesn't even count against the finances because he's a homegrown. He's draft uh, exempt, right? Because he's mm-hmm. a homegrown and you just toss him. Like, there's no way that you just go, ah, I got to move that guy off the roster to make some more room. There has to be more behind it. I think that's it. It's the playtime. Who's he going to break in with, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's where it's at. Was it good for us? No, but I think it's something that was good for the player. And it's going to be tough for us because you're going to see him develop. You're going to see him progress, I know, in Miami. And we'll be dealing with a guy that might be a starter by the time by the time we kick off against those guys in Miami later. 
later on. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's gonna hurt for sure. Um, you know, outside of that, yeah, the Atuesta one. I think we did we did cover Atuesta, or is that was right after we left? Yeah, we did. Cover right, yeah, we yeah. covered. Yeah, we covered him and Blackman, those two, and then the new arrivals. So he was the newest, yeah. uh, newest uh, in part of our history. <laughs> <laughs> the, the new, yeah, the latest part of our history, and all in all this time we keep seeing players leave. We're not actually seeing a lot come in. Yes, we got a new right back. Critical. Yes, we got a new right wing. That's powerful with his left foot. Hmm, who's that sound like? Right. <laughs> uh, they're good additions. They're good additions, but obviously, and we'll talk about it now. Things have to move. We have to do things. Is it not a rebuilding year? It's a retooling year. Mm-hmm. We'll play semantics for the sake of semantics. Do we need to blow the house up? No, we don't have to do that. But man, we need some additions to to, to straighten it up. Uh, I I was I keep saying the same thing. We need a spinal adjustment. That is what we need. You're like, what do you mean by that? Well, our spine is busted. It's cracked. It needs some help. It needs to be straightened. Right? What do you mean? Right, the goalkeeper situation, and the clubs talked about that already. JT has said it. He's basically he's got a promising keeper now, but he's never found that guy. He openly talks about that. He's been very open about that in this offseason. And it has to be fixed. The club knows that if they fail on that front, all hell's gonna break loose because we don't we don't have it. We don't have it. That is gone. He has to be replaced. In this case, is it going to be a young kid? Is it going to be a grown-up, right? Uh, somebody, a veteran that can that can take over and lead. It would be wise to get a veteran in that role, especially with a new coach on board. Someone that can help him a bit, assist him a bit, and keeping the young kids under control out there because you're going to be surrounded by young kids. That is how this team is built. So you need a leader there. He's probably going to need another help in that midfield, too, so someone else is going to have to support him, too, maybe somebody more on the attacking side of things. I don't see it any other way. Uh, Are we going to keep Vela all year? Or are you going to let him go at the six-month mark? That's your next roster question, of course. Are we going to finally take advantage of the young DP, right, the under-22 DP setup? Where is that coming in? Because we haven't really taken advantage of that. Others have. Maybe it's time for us, too, now. So spending money obviously needs to be there, but our spine needs an adjustment. That is for sure. Bam, are you in the same same boat? Definitely. With like losing Duke, our midfield is screwed. We need yeah. midfield. Look, to me, spend money in midfield, get a semi-decent keeper, and we should be good. That's what we should be looking at. It's got to be more than semi-decent. They need a leader in the goal. They, you've seen our center backs, man. They need somebody to lighten it up, right? Somebody that they can trust behind them and not have to try to block every single little thing and overreact because of the absolute fear of who's behind them and whether they're going to be on for the day. They don't need that stress. They need to be comfortable with who's behind them. They need a leader back there. And it doesn't have to cost you a DP. It's rare for MLS to go DP on goalkeeper. It doesn't happen. But there's a lot of good veterans kind of just rotting with other teams in this league that you can get a hold of. There's other teams that are nearly three deep on goalkeepers that that will will make a move. 
domestic is fine as long as you find a veteran leader to be there. Costs you a lot less, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, and the DP for me has got to be that midfield. No question. No question. Tony, in your impressions, where do you see it as the most critical situation? To be honest, our, our goalkeeper, that's going to be the number one. Um, midfield, like, like again, I do have concern with it, but there are some defenders in our defense that can play midfield and distribute the ball really well. So I'm um, decently okay. Again, we just need someone to control the middle, and that could be Vela because he does like to roam around and have space. But at the end of the day, we do need a solid captain uh, keeper because at the end of the day, he's the there's a reason why most of the time the keeper is the captain because or the second captain because he controls literally the whole team of how it moves and how it shapes and everything. There it is. There it is. So uh, that's that's what we're talking about. Of course, should we throw the rumors now, guys, or wait till the end? We're talking about retooling this thing. Might as well throw the rumors think, man? Go for it, rumor. man. What do we got for rumors going on? Because there are some signs that some movement is occurring. So there is. Sam, what have you heard? The only one I've heard, which dropped about six hours ago now, is a one Jonathan Rodriguez from Cruz Azul. Legit. Legit striker. <laughs> Again, a striker. That's not a midfielder. Uh, clearly will be a DP if we go after him. Um, Bam, where would you rate this on realistic uh, acquisitions? I would put it 80%. Ooh, an 80% chance at this guy. I, I would. Look, we like Uruguayans. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> yeah, keep, keep <laughs> hitting the bullet points. I threw them out there because I was like, dude, this is eerie. It's just plain eerie. Yeah. yeah. We like attackers from Uruguay. Mm-hmm. We like people with the last name Rodriguez. <laughs> Something mm-hmm. like that. It's, look, he's not young. He's 28. But mm-hmm. I would love to see him play for us. I'm done with young. I need somebody that does the job. I don't care. It's win now. I don't care about five years from now. It's now. Uh, Tony, your impressions? You think this is a legit target that we're going after? I, he fits the he fits like the bullet points as you said about everything. He's also fits our last um, superstar DP. F- that's Mexican because he's a good striker. He's in his prime coming in from what I've seen from him in um, Liga MX. As I'm watching, he is. There's a reason why Cruz Azul broke their their drought and done everything they can because he is legit. He even scored against the MLS All-Stars. If you look at it, it's very eerily the same way Vela scored the same way in a game. So um, he's a little bit more aggressive, and that's the thing is Vela's good, but he will shy away from contact unless he feels he needs to be more aggressive. Um, Rodriguez is Playing in Liga, you have to be aggressive. You have to take, and especially in his role, take the the punches here and there. Yeah, this guy, I remember watching him in that All-Star game and watching with Cruz Azul because, you know, you see it back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, he's, he's perfect for what we do. 
Um, if if we're going to stick with a 4-3-3, which we've done in the past, he could play two roles. He could be your center forward. He could be your left wing. And he would be competent either way. Actually, more than competent. He would be an impact player either way. Uh, a lot of people worry about players from other leagues coming here and the physicality throws them off. This is not one of those players. I think he'll actually thrive off the physicality. I think he likes it. So a very different mindset. Sometimes like how Rossi used to kind of get into the grinder games and play better because they were grinder matches. This is another player that can definitely do that. Um, with Cruz Azul, stat-wise, uh, he's played 109 matches for them and popped 50 goals. That's a pretty good strike rate, everybody. Uh, 12 assists as well, so it's not like he has trouble there. Now, last year was a bit of a down year, but there's other reasons for that, and probably because, you know, trophies were kind of lifted earlier. Um, yeah, so it wasn't the greatest, but that being said, why I think maybe left wing might even be a look for him more than center forward. Uh, eight matches at center forward. He had one goal last year, but in three matches at left wing, two goals and an assist. And, and bam, you were looking into his stats as a left winger. And it's pretty prolific and pretty efficient from him on that side of the field, isn't it? It's amazing. Uh, in total, he's played 45 games on the left wing. 17 goals for assists. <laughs> he just produces right that's what he does what but he, he gets he's got one red card in that position so i'm a, you know what somebody with a little guts is a good thing i think dolo talked about that i need somebody with personality that's personality if you're not afraid to get a red card that's personality that's fine the occasional red card doesn't bother me that means you're in the game you care you care just like our new right back we just picked up. He cares. That's why he gets cards every other game. Kind of every game, but it's okay. Uh, the other thing is he scores with both feet. He can score from distance. A lot of the Vela stuff that we've seen, the, 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 the cheeky stuff, this player can do it as well. Um, yeah, he's not that center midfielder we're looking for for a DP, but who's saying that we'll have all the same DPs when we kick off, right? Not suggesting anything, but you think if you're spending money on a center forward and you have three guys that aren't that cheap up top already, two, two of them just became a negotiable situation, right? Bait. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, I just think he's that kind of prolific player that if you're not going after him, clearly somebody else is. I know he's rumored to go to, was it Saudi, right? Mm -hmm. I guess he's. Yeah, that's the rumors. I would just say this for a selling point on our end versus going over there. It is a World Cup year. He needs to remain relevant. He needs to score a lot of goals, and a lot of people need to see it. Right? He's trying to get on the national team for the World Cup. It happens at the end of the year, at the conclusion of our season. Right? It's like Thanksgiving week the World Cup kicks off. So as our season ends, he'll be in form, doing what he does best, and going into a World Cup if he can make the side. That would make sense, I think. More than going somewhere else where nobody's really watching. The money's good, but who's watching? I think we get an advantage there. We also get an advantage because I do know that the Liga MX All-Stars had an amazing time here. Including him. And I have heard that several of them were like, I could do this. There was interest. Could he have been one of those guys? I don't know. 
I hope so. Right? Bet he enjoyed his time here and wants to play here. Maybe the Brian Rodriguez and, you know, the signaling was something we should look into with this. Who knows? Tea leaves stuff. Might as well have fun with it. I love the silly season. You all know that. So the could this be? Thing, I think it could be. Yeah. Bam. The only thing I can see having more potential of him going to Saudi Arabia than coming to us is he could be acclimatized for the World Cup. True. True. That's your, that's your only reason why, besides money, you'd go there over coming to the MLS. That's the way I see it. You go there, you get acclimatized. They don't have to worry about it for when selecting World Cup sides. Go, oh, who needs to get acclimatized easier? He's already acclimatized. Other than that, there's no real reason to go there. In terms of opposition, defensive talent that you're dealing with, where do the leagues rate, right? What's going to be more complicated and look more challenging to those who are rating him? I'm thinking here. Yeah, they have showboat players, showpieces, but their defense is usually sus. So, yeah, we'll see. It's good debate. He's the player. He decides on these things, but it's nice to be mentioned in all of this, especially because there, there's a little smoke knowing that he's been here before and he enjoyed his time. So that helps too. <laughs> so we shall see. Uh, I know there's one other young, young Uruguayan player that people have been talking about that was linked to Orlando, but I haven't heard enough heat over here to really think there's something legitimate with us. I guess there's a picture of the Laker jersey. Thank you, Junior, for alerting us to that picture. Uh, well, there's also a picture. There's also a picture with him with an LAFC jersey. Oh, that's nice too. Yeah, uh, but, <laughs> but again, that could be just to the connections of what he's who's he connected to, Rodriguez, yeah. Rossi. So it's it's could be just that. So who knows? We are the legit pipeline, and Rossi getting sold, or apparently possibly getting sold, which. Bam, we'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit. Um, encourages people, that's for sure. Moving forward, and guys, we're definitely going to hit your comments in a bit after we get through the run here uh, and get to our transition. Uh, but I wanted to speak through a few other things. Uh, preseason has arrived. We've actually, thanks to LASC Benjamin, uh, we know about our first preseason match. Might be one before that, but we know about one. Tony, when are we having this thing? It is Saturday, January 29th at the bank at noon against the new against pretty much Bruce, the uh, New England Revolution, which should be a good game. Um, the only thing that has not been confirmed, but most likely it's going to be behind closed doors. Again, it could be open, but that's the only one that has been, quote unquote, uh, uh confirmed of our preseason game is that one but i don't know if it's gonna be open to the public or closed doors or because of everything that's been going on in the world it'd probably be most likely closed doors we can only hope to get inside of that place <laughs> we shall see we shall see um whatever is happening i'm pretty sure 3252 are going to show up and sing from a distance anyway shout mm-hmm. out to empire boys and for doing that fun little bit there that was awesome um i'm sure some will see it some will see it We'll see. Um, I'm sure more in the games are going to get announced. Obviously, the team is being retooled. The manager needs to get his his vibe with this team. They're going to have to play some games. They can't avoid it this year. It's got to happen. 
Now it brings us to something, another loss of a player. I mean, we chose to lose him, let's be honest. Bam, this one hurts. Just just tell us what's going on. I defended this guy so much last season. So much I defended him. But I did find a new photo of him. Here we go. <laughs> the new Medusa Look. kit. Yes. He could have went anywhere and I wouldn't have cared. He could have went to Sydney FC, would not have cared. But Carson, absolute snake, absolute snake. Worse, he did it by choice, right? It's... This is painful. Yeah, keep going, absolute man. Keep snake. going. Mm. Mon- you all know Monty from the Expo Expos. He reminded me of something that happened a couple of years ago in the A-League. Week before a derby, Western Sydney's keeper switched to Sydney. During the game, they end up doing this, throwing plastic snakes onto the goals. <laughs> Gotta find a way. Gotta find a way. Like I mean, he... he- he, he had a choice to go. He had a yeah. choice. He could have went anywhere else in the world. Would not have cared. Could have went to Saudi Arabia. Would not have cared. Any team, but that one. And what stinks about it? Apparently, we did make an offer. We made an offer. Toronto made an offer, but he went back because Vanny was at Carson. Maybe he went back because he doesn't have to move or do anything and he likes the weather. Who knows? What I do know is that in the culture, to me, it's a slap in the face to do this to us. Especially the big comments he made at the end of the season, how he don't deserve this and all that. That's just words now, man. That's just words. He crossed the line, man. He went to the enemy. I hope and I pray, and I will always say this, that we never, ever, ever bring somebody in that wore their colors. They could have left and come back later. Don't matter. Respect the rivalry. That doesn't respect the rivalry. No. So there's my head on this. Is it's just not not cool. Tony, where are you at? Doesn't bother me at all, to be honest. It's not a relevant figure. I do I thank him for his services with us and everything. Um career wise, I wish him the best of luck but again it's nothing you don't do that but at the end of the day it's not a figo it's not a ronaldo it's not a lemonzowski it's nothing like that it's just a a role player that doesn't really affect me at all vela i i i i I don't i don't give i'm not giving him the time of day to give him my energy (laughs) to hate him I wish him the best in his career, but he's not Vela. He's not Tuesta. He's not Zimmerman. He's not someone who did, who was a big name in a draw and was, could be in the circle if whatever we do for our hall of famers, whatever we do for them. Don't, don't, I don't, I don't mind whatever. There we go. 
All right, man. You got your take. Guess what? It's time for Rubels to get their take in. I know, guys. I see the comments. 71. It's probably the highest we've ever seen in a long time. We've got something to say. Um, so we're definitely going to have you guys join the conversation here. Get prepared for the fun, everybody. Um, all good. Love what you guys have to say. Agree. Don't agree. Doesn't matter. Stay in your peace is good with me. Hot takes highly encouraged. You know me. All right, so here we go. Robert Espinoza is in the house. Marcial is in the house. Al Hopkins, he tucks in. He goes, we've got Leeds Cup, Open Cup, and MLS. A whole bunch of football this year. We definitely do. Leeds Cup's going to be fun. Um, to me, I really want that Open Cup, though. I really, since the back, I want that thing. Uh, good stuff, man. Uh, we've got Anthony Bermudez. Says, Did you hear also hear about Jonathan Rodriguez rumors? Yeah, we just talked about it. Uh, hoping, praying that's real. That that's real. Uh, LAC Beast, glad you're feeling better, Tony. Some love for Tony. Good stuff, man. Marcial, what? I thought he was Saudi Arabia bound. There's rumors. There's rumors. Uh, Marcial, developing players. We know that. Uh, LAC Beast tossed in the way I look at it. Sure, many do. It's cool, great accomplishments as a player, as a coach. You are unproven. He might prove us wrong. Who knows? That's the thing. The great mystery. We wanted certainty. We got mystery. Roll the dice. Here we go. Uh, Al Hopkins, I don't believe it until it happens. I wonder what happened with Rusnak deal. Thank goodness he didn't go to Carson. But, ah, same here, man. I, I don't want to deal with him. I'd like to take him here. I ain't going to lie. Uh, he'd be a good fit for us. Definitely a good fit for us. Uh, LOC Beast, if he doesn't, then he needs to get sacked. For now, just give Stevie our full support since he's in charge of our boys. The club's got their confidence in him. Ownership has their confidence. I think he has a pretty good uh, rapport, and I think they're going to give him a really long string to run with here um, to to. to bring in his culture and his way of course it's going to supplement what we already have uh, but i think they're putting a lot of trust in the man uh, al hopkins the more i look at it and listen to what charandolo says i think it's a bold and ambitious hire yeah but i also think it's safe he didn't cost us that much i don't think uh well yeah it's ambitious because we just don't know right we're gambling but jt likes to gamble did you all know about atuesta before he got here how about Rosie? These are young kids, youngest roster like ever, ever to be competitive that way. He's a gambler, that's for sure. Uh, Paul Morales, it's absolutely disappointing, but only because they let the expectations blow out of proportion. Agreed, man. Uh, with not only the rumors, but saying that coaches from Europe were interested in the position. I can tell you that they were, but when you, I'll say this when you hear Europe, what comes to your head? Tony, if I say Europe, what country do you think think of? Was he muted? Yeah, I was muted. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> England, sorry, England, Germany, Spain, Portugal. Like, I think of big names. I think of mm -hmm. like pedigrees and stuff like that. So realize there's also people with a coaching license in Norway, Iceland, Finland, Sweden. When they say European coaches, don't be shocked if it was Scandinavia. Yeah, I know. Uh, technically, Stevie was. <laughs> right? He's in Germany. So, 
there's a tweak there. That's for sure. But yeah, I'm with you, Pablo. It shouldn't have taken this long. If this was where they were going to go, it, it shouldn't have dragged out the way it did. Uh, Beast says, I've seen this presser. Sure, everyone says he's playing the right thing, saying the right things. Yes, but until positive results are on the pitch, supporters can respect him. Dude, hey, go back and look at some of the Bob interviews, man. And they were like, you could have read it off a note card. Like, yep, 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 your standard. Th- yep, yep, same thing. We've heard this before. He did it, too. He did it, too. Saying what the people want to hear. It's pretty common in that position. Uh, Anthony Bermudez, what do you guys think of Vela deleting Instagram? Okay, so, yeah, I'm not supposed to say things, but I do say things a little further than I should. All is good. All is good. Okay, I've heard around the grapevine. Everything's fine. It's just a break from social media. That's all. That's all. He's good, dude. He's good. Uh, Pablo, yet I have a feeling he is going to do better than most expect. And his competes, co- competing complete success will depend on what players JT given were with. Exactly. It's like having a top jockey, but you give him a donkey. Right? It ain't happening. It ain't happening. But if they, again, adjust that spine... You you get him this dude from Cruz Azul. Hey, life gets real easy when you guys got guys popping goals for you and you can have confidence in what's coming out of that side. But if you give him a bunch of kids, gonna be hard. Gonna be hard. Marcel pops in and says, I'm looking forward to Steve. I thought Paiva was going to, to get it, but what can you do? Let's see if he gets the results. I thought Paiva was the guy too. I really did. Um, my head was thinking that's where they were going, which I was still, you know, that was surprising too, but you got to ask how many, how many head coaching gigs did Piva have at top level before he went to Ecuador? He didn't, right? It was Benfica B, I believe. Yeah. So he was doing developmental work and not having a great roster and then went to Ecuador and went wild. So that was another guy that the Ecuadorian team took a chance on him. And it paid off. So there's a case. Um, other names I'd say look at. Look at what Ben Olsen in MLS. Look at Frank Yallop and what he did when he kicked off. There's a lot of it. Uh, just look to Sporting Kansas City. The current manager was their sporting director before he became a manager and had no real managerial experience outside of being a sporting director. And he's now the longest tenured coach in the league. So there you go. Uh, Roberto Espinoza, the hate is kind of nuts. Agreed. And I'm wondering if that hate's just from our people or from others trying to agitate. I'll throw that out there. But I do see some names I recognize. So I see you guys, and it's like you're going to, you know, if it pays off, man, I will remind you when that time comes. LAFC Will says, good evening, guys. Good evening to you, sir. Pablo Morales. Steve is in. Let's support him, and let's stop putting unnecessary pressure. For me, the responsibility of the season falls on JT. JT owns it this year. I'm with you, Pablo. It's all on him. If this blows up, it's him all the way. You can't blame Bob. Bob's gone now. This is JT's side now all the way. It's his football. It's his brand. He brought in a guy that would further his philosophy in this game. Yes, add to, but he brought in a guy that he could trust to do what he wants. Let's be real. So he owns this. 100%, man. I agree. Anthony Bernunez, let's give him a chance. Exactly. Uh, Al Hawkins, honestly, it's just a social media word. Yeah, dude, right? Internet gangsters. There you go. Uh, 
LCB's pro. He could be a gem. Con could flop. Luckily, this is MLS. The front office have given him the key to the black and gold Ferrari time. Yeah, he's going to have fun, I think. Uh, Al Hopkins, Julio Chivamayor Ramos posted a great video of him asking Steve some questions. He played in the Bundesliga. He feeds off pressure. He loves pressure. Trust me on this. He does. And being one of those Bundesliga-loving kids growing up, I know how that league operates. I know how players can play into a system and it actually boosts them up rather than playing what you typically think. He had to do a lot to survive there. And when he talked about the negativity, you guys saw that when he's like the negativity and having something outside. Coming from a family, from there, and the way they see the football, it's one of those things where, man, I scored two goals a day and you get there, well, you should have scored four because you had six chances. Yeah. Trust me on that. There's pressure. I was like, yeah, totally. I'll be like, I'll add even more to that. Like, look what happened when they didn't, when they got knocked out of the freaking world cup in like the first round, they literally blew up their whole system and focus on their youth. So it's mm-hmm. like I said, Germany is a no joke league. It's you're there. And if you make it, you make it like the best way to say it is like he survived. while it, I would like again. I'm not. I'm and everyone knows I'm a more Mexican national team player, and of course I was born here, and I know about the U.S. Donovan couldn't hang hang there, and that is like everyone would say is Donovan's one of the more prestigious one, and he couldn't hang in Germany, and that's saying something. It's next level. I'm telling you guys. Um, yes, I know the Premier League's the big dog now. But the pressure in the Bundesliga is pretty wicked. You also have to remember, in the Bundesliga, only 18 teams are in the top flight. So relegation is real for everyone. There ain't no letting up. That's for sure. Um, Al Hopkins, I hope we can get to watch them train before playing Carson. Man, that would be super cool. I'm down. I I, I think Steve's in on that. I think Steve's in on doing a lot of stuff on Rivalry Week. He's going to be different, guys. Uh, Jonathan Reimer. There he is. Uh, Max made an amazing point. If he hadn't coached the lights last season, he would feel completely different about this signing. I agree. I said this. Like, if he didn't waste his time there, and it wasn't a waste of time. Be real. Yeah, your impressions would be different. You being a guy that's got this top license coming from Europe. Ooh, a new face. A new face. A legend of the national team. Knocked out Mexico in a World Cup. One of those guys. Okay, one of the legends for the U.S. I had to ch- I had to toss that in there, right? Um, it would have been different. I agree. I agree. LCBs, he's a player's coach. I've heard as long as he builds great relationships and has the respect of the players, this club could be a top team. Tell me one player on our current roster that has a better, better resume as a player than him. I challenge you. Really. They respect him, no doubt. Uh, Gomez Jr. Ochea to LAFC. Uh, that would not be pretty. I'm throwing things at that point. What he did to a Twesta, I will never forgive him. Ever. Don't care. He win me a world. He could win us an MLS Cup, and I'd still give him a middle finger because of what he did. <laughs> that guy. That's where I'm at. Uh, you guys, would you take him or be like, dude, no? Nope. Nope. Uh. I'm an America guy, so I would. Sorry. <laughs> if that incident hadn't occurred, would we have a Champions League? Uh, yes. It, it's like I said, it's a bigger, it's a bittersweet thing. It's one of those things where uh, I would love him because he would actually help our goalkeeping position. It, it's like 
it's a it's a love hate thing. I just I don't know. I, the first I don't. I, it's like I said, yes, no. I just <sighs> no on top of no on top of no. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin Chavez, what up? What up, Marvin? Uh, Jason Carapesi jumping in. He says, if it was announced December first, for example, everyone would be yelling, "You didn't do your due diligence." So it's really, yeah. I, 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 the Twitterverse is insane. I know. It's sad. It really is. And Facebook and all the other. It's just sad. Doesn't make us look good, does it? Bad look. Uh, Al Hopkins. Would anyone say no to a show? Me, 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 me. 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 Mm-hmm. Respect the rivalries. Um, LAFC Wolf. What if Steve does bond with the team and brings that MLS Cup? I want to give him the benefit of a doubt until shown otherwise. I support 100%. I'd rather have a hungry coach that wants to stamp his name. I agree. I agree. Hunger is a good thing. We have players that want to stamp their name, right? Book their ticket, get to the bigger leagues, and we got a guy here that's making a name for himself. So all you got is hunger, right? That's what we got on this side. Let's do it. And if he can, if he can get Vela back to even an, an, a little bit of what we used to get from Vela, if he's motivated because of this guy, and it does sound like they get along very well, uh, we're in we're in good hands. LRC Wolf, I just want more work with our defense and midfield. I love goals and attack, but keep the clean sheet. Agreed, man. Our spine needs help, and I'm not talking up top. Like- Lower spine. Yeah. Dolo did say he would go at, at them. He would yell more at the defense because he is a de- he was a defender. So he's going to go. He, the defenders are not. He said the defenders aren't going to like him. So there's a a little reassurance for Wolf. I, I'm with that. To me, the back line was the biggest weakness of the year. We create chances left and right. That's not a problem. Which bring in this guy from Cruz Azul. He's a finisher. That would help. But the back line cost us how many games this year? And now you bring a guy who's a specialist in that role. Good. Wake-up call. A little more accountability. I'm thinking some guys, especially in the left-back position, are getting a bit of an out right now. We're not talking about them enough as how maybe they need to be replaced. Maybe they need to be shopped because, dude, they were a weakness last year. There's that, too. Uh, moving forward, LAOCB says for sure this could not be another lost season. Everything is still pending on other pieces, players this club needs. You know what? I know they are doing their due diligence to pick up players. I know there's multiple players they've they've been traveling the world to uh, lock in. It's active. We don't know it. They don't say it enough, but I know it's active. I know the coaching search was actually more active than we'll know, um, but the player search, yeah, they're, they're they're not letting off. Gomez Jr., I am down for Ochoa. Solid keeper can teach Romero, and it would work for LFC given that he would sell a lot of jerseys. I'm willing to let go of what happened at the Champions League. <laughs> there it is. Uh, is Palacios our best number six right now? Pfft. I'm not. Yeah, I don't want to be mean, but I'm not on the Palacios uh, train. Sorry, guys. I'm just not. I'll say Moon is. Uh, yeah, I, I could see Moon moving into the midfield if we widen it out a bit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Moon would be three. Better. Yeah, not yeah. three six. Yeah, three, not so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could see Moon transitioning, and I actually would like to see that experiment. To be honest, 
He just he gives so much in possession. He just does. He's strong. So we'll see. LSU Wolf and the personality of the team needs more work. More work because last season's final game. I don't know what the f happened. We got outclassed all the way. That's what happened. That was sad. I was there, man. I wasted a lot of money on that game. Uh, yeah. I I rarely get angry, and it was hard not to be. <laughs> it was impossible not to be. That was disgusting. Um, Al Hopkins, or do we go with a four-two-three-one? So I know he didn't talk about it in the press conferences, but I know over the weekend some of us in the thirty-two fifty-two actually got to hear a lot from him, and I know he's met with them to post press conference. He is not locked into a setup. He's not. He's going to be flexible. The system is what he's into. So it's a lot like Jesse Marsh, which they work together, where he's done 10 different setups, but the system is the same on what he wants, what he desires, how guys have to drop in. It's going to be the same with him. It's that same thing as is. the lineup is nice and pretty and we can throw numbers in there, but when the game gets played, things change. It's never locked in. He's not locked into it. It's not like Bob where it's like, it has to. No, it's different. Uh, LAFC Wolf. Good stuff, Al, for bringing that up. Uh, LAFC Wolf. Ocho, I'm not 100% on him coming to MLS. I just, I'm just going to do that and move on from him. <laughs> there's there's Marcial. Yeah, he cost us a CCL. Bryce Blue Steel Duke. You will be missed from Jonathan Reimer. There you go. Al Hopkins, make sure you hit play. It started. <laughs> uh, not till I see, but I can be wrong. Ochoa has his moments and has a character. I don't like his character. That's me. Uh, Oscar the Co- Coyote. Uh, I'm not too sure if it's confirmed or not. What do you guys think of Raheem Edwards signing with Carson? We did bring that one up. Uh, Marvin, we definitely need one new creative attacking midfielder and defense. Yeah, it's essential. Essential. Gomez Jr. raised you one and say our defense cost us CCL. Yeah, we fell apart in that last game. There's we went flat. I think it's because we because we missed some amazing opportunities in that game that should have been finished, including our star in the moment, and uh, they quite literally ran out of gas. I think that's because they lost their way. And if you had a twist of controlling tempo and slowing things down, it would have been a different, a different animal. Uh, Marvin Chavez. It would be concerning if we only designed a defensive midfielder. None of our current players have any creative or visionary passing, not even Sifu. Yeah, I think we need two. I'm with it. Uh, Gomez Jr. Carson fans are unbothered because they have no choice but to accept it. Hey, they've become a recycling center. That's fine. Doing well for the MLS environment. They're, yeah, they got more to worry about than we do, I think, right now. On the real. So we don't need to talk about them, but that's enough to say. They've, they've, they've got their own stuff to deal with right now. And we have our own stuff, really. Uh, Marvin Chavez, midfielders, that is. Uh-huh. Gomez Jr., I have a strong feeling they are banking on Vela working as a CAM. Uh, I think bringing in who they brought in. Right, what Tajuri Shradi suggests that maybe you'll see him slide in for sure. I think I think you might be onto something there. Uh Gomez Jr. and I think it's where he could work best. He has lost he's not 28 anymore. He doesn't have full fitness. 
I'll dare and say it. He's lost half a step when he's healthy. He's not as fast as he used to be, but the skill is still there. The touch is still there. And the vision is definitely there. But again, age is what it is. And if moving into the middle helps prolong that a bit and help us, and he becomes that setup man more than anything else. I'm good with it. Tony. I, I say talk to Kotemo because he did that. If most people remember, Kotemo was a striker. Like he was fast. Yeah. He can move around. And then as age came down, he became a center midfielder. And then no one could touch him. He even destroyed kids in the MLS when yeah, around his fun. and he was around his age. So if I was Vela and I had his number, I would talk to him to see what he needs to do to transition to that because talk about it. Talk about an ageless wonder. That's one right there. Yeah, I remember we went to Dorados for a little bit too, and you just mm-hmm. kept playing and playing. It wouldn't end. It wouldn't end. You know, doesn't he live nearby? I think he lives in Southern California. No, I he's think. a he's a governor. He's a governor for. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, he's in politics right now. He's a he's a governor in one of the states. I forgot which one. That's wild, man. So that's where he's ended up. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good story. For sure. Uh, Marvin Chavez, I think Vela's age and him running less. Him as an attacking midfielder is an option, but is that where he wants to play? I could say that if you bring in another talented player, you could limit his play time and keep him fresh. So that's okay. That's okay. LSC Wolf, I, if Steve can fix mistakes and make LSC spring back, Vela not leaving, believe it. But if it struggles or 2020 season happens over again, he's out. Uh, that's why he's on a limited contract, right? I think it's a look-see. Uh, 422 is anything is possible, Al. I really do think that that it's all in the open to see what fits best on the squad. I don't think a dogmatic approach is going to be our worries this year, but I definitely agree 422 could happen for us. Marvin Chavez, Villa would be decent as a CAM and a 4231 as well. Yeah, I think it could happen, Marvin Chavez, but we need a strong two in CDM. That's that's the story for me outside of goalkeeper. Gomez Jr., which is why they need a veteran goalkeeper who has massive experience and knows how to yell. Yes. Uh, Marcel, so did the goalkeeper coach leave with Bradley? I haven't heard yet. They haven't announced the um, assistance. I would assume that Zach Abdel would move on with his boy. If he doesn't, it would be a coup because when is he not moved with Bradley? It, it's just a thing. Uh, we know Kenny's gone, right? Kenny Arena. Uh, moved on to Cincinnati, so actually that's a good opportunity for him. They're rebuilding. They need something, so that's cool. Uh, I get it. I really am itching to see who Steve Chirindolo brings in because it's going to be some of the same, I think. Uh, but I think Zach might be the guy that goes uh, just because I love Zach. I've, I've followed Zach for years, and I just – him and Bob have a thing. <laughs> Marcial Uruguay FC. Hey, that's fine as long as they have the guts that the Uruguayan national team has, right? Get a little edgy. It's cool. Exactly. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. Coach Zach has been quiet. It has been quiet. Uh, Gian Mata. Good thing about Dolo is that he comes in with that defensive mindset. So hopefully he'll work with our defense to stop those last minute goals that killed us last season. I agree. I agree. <laughs> LACB win now. Eh? Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Jonathan Reimer, all Jonathans are legit. Sign him. We love Jonathans, <laughs> don't we? We do. And we love Rodriguez even more. So, uh, third player to come in this season as recently won a championship. Winners. Exactly, Alan. 
Gian Mata, maybe Rodriguez is Vela's replacement. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Arcelcel sounds like it. Ooh, interesting. Marvin says, I want to see B-Rod, Vela, Arango, and Cabecita as a right mid and attack. That'd be my right, though. He's never played on the right. I want to see us play a 4-4-2 and try Brian out as a left mid. I would I I think that would be fun. I'm with you on that one. We'll see. We'll see. Uh Tajuri and Apoku is depth. I think Apoku is going to be a story this year. Coming back healthy. Showed so much promise before the injury. I'm with you on that. We'll see what happens there. And also Tajuri Shradi scores some wild ones. So yeah. <laughs> Marcial laughing. Beast. Yep, Raheem. Enough with him. I'm with Jonathan. Never sign a Carson player ever. Keep moving forward. Uh, Roberto's still hanging out. Throw your two cents into there, man. Uh, we'll keep going, keep going. All right. Ow. Interesting. One thing that impressed me, everybody, as we went through the interview process with Steve's analysis of where we are and what we can do moving forward from John Thornton. Yep. One more comment. One of those things is reducing the likelihood of giving up the types of goals we gave up. It is true. We gave up a few, far fewer chances than anyone else. We did, but it's the quality chances we gave up in transition, which Dolo talks about transition a lot. Uh, historically inefficient in our box. We we're historically inefficient in terms of the goals we gave up per chances created. Yep. Caught in transition. Yeah, Tony. I'll uh, just finish it up and I'll, I'll say what I need to say because there's one thing. Okay. Uh, Al also brings our issue was we didn't give up a lot of chances. We gave up a lot of big chances. True. True. Gomez, what happens if Rossi deal doesn't somehow pull through? So before we get into club and community, Bam, you want to give us an update on Rossi? And do a quick Rossi update. So unfortunately, Fenerbahce currently sitting fourth in the league after 19 games. Few points behind. Um, he the last game was a Turkish Cup game against second division Avjet Avrupaspor. It was a two 0 win for Fenerbahce, but it didn't score until extra time. Uh, I believe Rossi played forty five minutes in that game. The next play at nine a.m. on the tenth against um, Adana Demirspor. So they're sitting six at the moment. So. It's a must win for them. They lose, they will drop out of the Europe qualification spots. Not good for them. That's not what they expect. They want to be in the top two at least, fighting for that first place. So not good news, but he is still playing, right? I mean, that's that's still... He's still getting minutes. Like, not as many minutes as he was starting off with, but they're still enjoying him. They're seeing his potential. He can stay, I reckon. Yeah, I think that's what, what we're gathering from it as well. Good stuff, man. Thanks for that update. Uh, let's see. Marvin, I've come back to be okay with those since he's great with defensive strategy and developing players. If we give him a lethal attacking players who scores tons of goals, he fixes our back line, I'll be happy. We love you, Marvin. I know you had a hard time with it when this announcement came out, a really hard time with it. Um, but you do your due diligence as you always do, and there it is. I mean, he throws it out there, man. Good stuff, dude. All right. Thank you guys for the comments. Let's transition to club and community. Tony, what do you got? What do you got? Nothing too crazy, just because, again, it's the off season. And again, it was Christmas and New Year's Eve. So nothing too crazy going on. Where are my notes? Blah, blah, blah. 
Sorry, sorry, sorry. Apologize. Here we go. Ha! So, of course, on Christmas Day, uh, the AIM um, had their Christmas parade for gift giveaway with with partnered with Target and LAFC and LAPD, uh, providing the sled that they made. So, if you saw those photos, if you go to them, it was really cool. Um, I wish I could have gone. Unfortunately, that day I had to be flying out to Connecticut. So, but it was a good time. Of course, always. Thank you again for always doing the best and most for everything like that. Yeah, Vic reached out to me too. Uh, I felt bad because I was actually uh, flying to <laughs> no. uh, to Culiacan at the time and I had to go, I'm kind of in TJ on getting on a plane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of how that played itself out. Uh, dude, I would love to. It looked like a blast. Yeah, it did. Uh, good stuff, man. Good stuff from Vic. Yeah. Uh, you have you got news on the lights, man? Yeah, like I said, they still are a part of our, or a part of a, a part of us for an, one more season. So, um, their home opener has been their open opener is against Phoenix Rising Saturday, March nineteenth. Um, their season opener is in New Mexico United, uh, in New Mexico on Saturday, March twelfth, and um, they also are get to play Monterey Bay. It's the first home opener. So if you are able to go, so Monterey is not that far. Monterey Bay is not that far from all of us. It's a cool place to watch the lights and see how they do and stuff like that and see pretty much who we might be bringing in and who we see potential in as well. So interesting. I really, it will be interesting to see what lineup shows up there. Mm-hmm. Who from us gets to go down there for some minutes? Will Stevie be there? Uh, who knows? Just to, to observe. Right in this world, everything's open, so mm. uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, good stuff. Anything going on with EMLS? Yes, so with everything going on with every different kind of Megatron, Gundam, Matrix, uh, variant of the COVID, uh, they have moved their series one and series two to an online virtual format. So pretty much they'll be playing from home and they will have video cameras so you can watch them and stuff like that. So of course, for cheating wise and everything like that. Um, so, if you guys are interested, uh, their qualifiers will be on. Uh, there's a qualifier and then the actual series. So, the first series is on January 15th and through the 16th, with qualifiers being a couple of days before on the 11th and 12th. And for series two, uh, January is going to be on January 29th on the 30th with the qualifiers earlier in the week on the 25th and 26th. Now, if you want to watch those things, um, they'll be streaming for the qualifiers on that supposedly uh, the LAFC Twitch page. Um, and then the actual like series will be televised on the MLS uh, Twitch's page as well. And each in the winner of each one gets $20,000, which so. If you're into esports like I am and like like to see like some professionals going towards seeing how they play, it's a cool watch sometimes. Sometimes even hyper. And we have a better player this year, right? Yep, Mr. Savvy Panda. He is um he's a this is his first year being professional and actually taking like it seriously. Um he took the chance. He's a registered nurse, so he doesn't have a lot of time, but he was one of the top four in the country for last year that's amazing and a frontline worker at that show mm-hmm. your love and support for savvy panda that's super cool 
Good no, good stuff, Tony. Uh, yeah, there we go. All right, we talked about Fenerbahce. You don't have to talk about that anymore, Bam. I'm putting you through that. <laughs> so it brings us to this. I don't know if this is controversial, but it's just me being mean. I think the boys agree on this. The Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. And usually we bring stuff that kind of is slightly relevant as to where we're at, or we just like how it sounds, right? In this case, seeing the vitriol, I'll say that, I decided I had to do this. And I was listening to the jam because it got me through some of my anger moments rather than jumping on Twitter and bashing heads. Uh, I decided to use Toxicity by System of the Down. Uh, that'll be my vinyl of the week. I think it's just perfect, the toxicity that we felt um, as a fan base and that we're spewing right now is just its not a good look, man. It looks too Carson for me. I'm just not digging it, man. Like, I get it. Be mad. Make your point. You made your point. Good. Move on. Give him a chance to do something. But don't be that guy that every time the ball goes the wrong direction, get rid of him. Don't be that guy. That's pathetic. You made your point. It's cool giving your point. That's fine. But the abuse, man, and the nonstop. I go on YouTube to watch, you know, the, the press conference, and it's just negativity on the side of that thing. There's no room to breathe for these guys. You got to be kidding me. You think the players want to play under that environment if they think that's the fan base? You really think they want to be a part of that? Who wants that? Nobody wants it. It's toxic. So I chose toxicity. Dedicating to all you went too far. And you want to talk to me about that's fine. I'm good with it. But again, we say forever faithful. We're supposed to believe that and live by it. So if you want to sing forever faithful, go that direction. I highly suggest it. All right, moving on. We talked about Cavacita. We got a few reactions. Bam, you want to throw something into this mix before we get this thing uh, get this thing moving on? Yeah, so I was doing a little bit of browsing on Transfer Market a bit earlier, and I came across mm -hmm. this. This is currently the list of players that are out of contract at the end of 2022. Wow. <laughs> Fuentes, Vela, Blessing, Shadiri, Sabar, Ingibara, Moose, Ball, Torres, and Leon. That's a lot of people. That that stuff. I mean, so you're saying that half of the squad is playing for their their livelihoods yep. this year. That also means half the I, squad is up for sale because you're not going to resign them all, and if you get a deal, you'll take it. Definitely. The good thing is we've got uh, four has a club option of two years, which I could see us signing quite early on this year. Should have done it yesterday, right? Yep. <laughs> wow. But yes, okay. seeing that and seeing how much experience we could possibly be losing. Do you have... Do you... <sighs> I would not be surprised if another contract comes up for some of these guys before we can kick the ball this year. Uh, Musaski, probably not. But I would think a guy like Tajuri Shradi, like Franco Escobar, will probably get a deal. Torres, for sure. Mbake, for sure. sure. Leone, for sure. Right? Uh, I see them coming back. Moose, I don't know. We'll see how that plays itself out. 
Ibiaga, we don't know. Blessing, I'm really concerned that Blessing won't come back after this year for other reasons that we'll talk about later. Um, but let's hope, right? And Sifu, man, if there was ever a guy that's high value that you make a lot off of, he's probably him right now, which is scary. But Well, they've got his market yeah. value a lot higher than Vela. Well, it is. It's on the upswing. He's a national player. Yeah. There's a 10-year difference, too. So, 10-year difference. 22 years old, probably going to start. I think that's a given. He'll probably be our attacking mid going in. Unless you play too high with one low, uh, he'll be there. Uh, and he's going to star this year. He's going to do stuff, no doubt. That value is going to keep going up. You see the arrow right there. Uh, so yep. we've got to think hard. Like, what do we want to do with him? He's worth something. <laughs> Interesting. Good, good find, Bam. Steve's got some work to do. JT's got even more. <laughs> <laughs> well done, my friend. Well done. All right. Uh, let's see. So there are some comments before we close this thing out and give our final thoughts of the day. So let's get into that mix. Uh, Did we say that? All right. So what would happen if he would be out of contract, right? Rossi, he technically wouldn't be an LASC player. No, if the <laughs> yeah, if you're out of contract, you're you're out on a free. So mm-hmm. that's fun. A deal must be made. Uh, Al Hopkins, I think we have him under contract. Yeah, we've we've got him. Uh, Vela's done though in the summertime. So you're right. You're right, Al. Roberto's a good pick for a track. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Roberto. People are toxic as yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvin Chavez, will Dolo use Blessing, or was he just a Bob favorite? May Many think we may need a different midfield, but Blessing only has depth. As far as I know right now, he is a starter. He is seen as a starter, even by Dolo. Again, he likes guys with character. He keeps saying this, guys that fight. There is not a single game that Blessing hasn't played where he's been one of the guys fighting the hardest of all of them. Just look at the games against the Galaxy. Okay, that's what he's looking for from everyone in the lineup is that fight. So right now, he's in the top 11. If we start bringing in some new bodies, which we're expecting, then maybe that changes. I will say this, with so many tournaments happening this year, there will be a lot of shuffling rosters as the season goes. There will be added chances for playtime, especially with the Open Cup and Leagues Cup. Guys are going to get minutes, that's for sure, and you will see rotation this year more reason why we need to bring in some some more players we're, we're light right now that's for sure good stuff marvin uh marvin also brings in his segura still injured i heard he's out until june july so what's our two cbs don't we need a new cb signing don't want almost the same defense as last year yeah it's the big mystery isn't it what what's up with segura when's he gonna be ready so maybe there is another player coming. We have, I mean, we have Ibiaga, we have Fall, and I think Fall's your guaranteed to start at this point. I don't think he's going to reserve ever anymore unless he's messing up. So Mario versus Ibiaga this year, and they get to battle out in preseason to decide. Right? I think that's what we're looking at. I would think Mario has the advantage. If he can get his head on straight, then he gets it back. We'll see. I wouldn't mind, again, the spine needs adjusting to bring someone else in. You can only do so much, though. Pick your poison. Bam, do you think they're looking for another center back? 
I think they are. Um, just had a quick look on Footmob. Footmob of saying he's not back until late March. Okay. So a month into the season, and that's just coming off of a massive knee surgery. There's no way they just throw him right in the lineup like that. No. All right. All right. Uh, ooh, Al's got one here. Who is our current midfield blessing? Sifu Janela coming of injury. We dude, this is the scary part, right? The only guy I know for sure, right? Are those two, Sifu and Blessing. But who's that defensive mid? Is that really gonna be Janela or somebody new? That's the that, that is critical, right? Chajuri Shradi playing deeper, right? With more in the midfield. That is the big question mark is what's that midfield gonna be? Amazing how much a Twesta's loss kills us, right? It just does. It does. But, again, there's more people out there. We're making moves. Good stuff, Al. All right. That brings us to the final moments of our episode, as we always do, as we always close things out. Uh, I'll say thank you before we give our final thoughts. Thank you, guys. We're back. We're happy. We're doing it again. We got a lot to talk about. Maybe some new things to run with, and we'll throw it to you guys. So first guy I'm going to throw it to is going to be Tony. Tony, what are your final thoughts of the day, sir? Um, just be safe out there. Um, it's going to be a very interesting year. Um, if the trend of our season with new coaches and stuff like that, we'll do well this season. We'll do better next season. And then the third season is always a toss-up because we never know. Again, COVID was a very different season that no one was prepared for everywhere in the world for his league wise but um let's go out there support our teams hopefully we can keep going to games and nothing crazy goes happens um if you i suggest getting the booster shot if you want again this is me saying i took it I'm okay with it. If you're not okay with it, that's fine. But make sure you have your COVID test to go in to make sure everyone in the area is safe. But other than that, let's start the season off well and keep everybody spare time. When we talk about this stuff, the medical side of things, it's because we love you guys, right? You're part of the faithful. Uh, it's not that we're trying to throw dogma at you. It's mm -mm. concern. We've lost friends, several for some of us. So. Again, we say it, it's out of love. That's for sure. Uh, Bam, final thoughts, sir. Final thoughts. Um, again, well, Tony, I'll be getting my booster shot when I'm eligible for it in Australia. Um, I want to see you guys, so I don't want to be like a Novak Djokovic. <laughs> <laughs> Had to throw that in there. Um, yeah, look, my biggest thing is, Let's give him a chance. Give Steve a chance. Look, I'm giving him at least halfway through the season. You got to remember, he's coming in. He's got to he's got to change the way that some players play. He's got to change this setup. Give him a chance. Do I want to see us lift every trophy this year? Yes. Do I expect us to? We'll see what happens. Don't go with pitchforks and torches right now. That's the biggest thing. Give him a chance. Stay good. Stay healthy. And look for some surprises that we, we've got coming out this year. We have some fun stuff. Agreed. Good stuff, Bam. Yeah. Um, 
I'm in the same boat. I got my booster, obviously, for the work I do. Um, right? I'm exposed every day. Uh, so I did it. I had to. No way around it. My own safety. I've traveled internationally. I'm pretty sure on that trip, if I hadn't had it, I'd probably have caught it. So um, that's where my heart comes from. It's just, again, staying safe. Um, so if you do, good for you. I just want you guys to be safe. Things are looking a little sketch right now. So um, I'm hoping this thing moves quick and we do what we need to do and we're all back at the bank again because I really I really don't want to be in that stadium and it's empty again in a dead cavern. Really, really, it would be beyond depressing. Even the pup agrees up there. So there we go. Uh, good stuff. So uh, to everybody, it's been one heck of a year. Now we're starting off fresh again. The news has been wild and honestly good to talk about um i love the comments you guys tossed out this week it was engaging respectful uh you guys did your homework which makes it even better <laughs> so all love to everyone that threw the comments out there man we love you guys we cannot wait to be back in the tailgate with y'all again back in the north end where our energy really belongs uh doing what we do best as the laoc faithful uh for the boys, Tony Bam, love you guys. Happy to have you back on for another year. This is the uh, as tight as it gets for us. We will have our, our rest of our crew. Ben, of course, will be doing his writings uh, when he can. He'll he's usually our sideline or game reporter as well, so he goes into the press conferences for us. And he also seems to always have a scoop. So shout yeah. out to Ben for having the scoop because it's been hilarious. He's been way ahead of the game. So uh, keep digging, my friend. Um, for the rest of you again, thank you. And at the end of the day, stay faithful, be faithful. And of course, what do we say, boys? Bam, stay golden, Tony, stay golden. And for me to the LAFC faithful, stay golden. for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over <laughs>